My name is Randy Orton, and you are listening to the Club K Fame Pod Cast. Thanks for your support. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 123 of the Club K Fame Podcast. That's right, one, two, three. As always, I'm Pat McDermott. Join alongside by Dan Peck. It's showtime. And Chris O'Mealy. But don't say his name three times. You'll summon him. No, you could say his name once, because you can go watch Beetlejuice. Beetlegeist. Beetlegeese. Beetlemeyer. Yeah. Watch that on Talking Talkies this week, guys. That's what we reviewed, and it was awesome. Watch our audio podcast. And then tune in next week for the first 20 minutes of The Nightmare Before Christmas. We'll we'll, uh, review the rest of the movie in December. (laughs) Way to go. Breaking it up. (laughs) All right. uh, Wrestling happened this week. And some stuff happened, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. It happened. Okay. We're gonna talk about the good, the bad, and then something really ugly that happened. So let's talk about something good. Because Baron Corbin is not the number one contender for the NXT championship. Dun 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 dun. Venice! There so they go. do the they do the battle royal. They got like twenty two guys in there, um, yeah, guys that are clearly just tag team competitors. Yeah, and like the jobber crew gets eliminated first. The first guy who gets eliminated, I don't even know who it is. And they're like, "Oh, that was Steve Cutler." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forgot. He's a thing." And then Elias Samson went out. I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's a thing too." And then Danny Birch, they're like the they're, they're the jobbers. So the NXT Danny Jobs Birch, the guy that they released earlier this year and then re-signed a month later. <laughs> Yeah, and he did like two shows as his regular as his old name Martin Stone, but then they're like, "Oh no, we signed you back. You're Danny Birch again." So this this was the uh, Dusty Classic Battle Royal, basically. Yeah. Um, no, if, if it was if it was Dusty esque, there'd be a cage, and they'd have to get thrown over the cage. Here's what I found interesting about this: um, the final four were Samoa Joe, Tyler Breeze, Gay Biker Man, and Apollo Cruz. Breeze gets eliminated, and then he screws over Samoa Joe. And even though Samoa Joe is super over, it's really obvious that Tyler Breeze is way more over for the NXT crowd. Because when he eliminated Joe, he, there was a huge pop and a thank you Breeze chant. Yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't believe that, actually. So I think we all know who is... I'm thinking that's more of a, oh, this is going to be a really cool feud. Better than his last, like, you know, hey, here's who you're fighting. Oh, I'm going to beat them, and then he loses. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No, I I think Samoa Joe and Tyler Breeze are going to have a great feud. Mr. Special Project, Tyler Breeze. Yeah, but but as I've uh, I've said before, Tyler Breeze should have been called up about a year ago, and he should have already been given a run as IC or U.S. champion at this point. I think I'm really hoping 2016 will be Tyler Breeze's year. You know what? I think it's his eyes when you look at him. (laughs) You know, my favorite part... Um, and least favorite part of the Battle Royal, all in one. All involved Baron Corbin. No, we're the, we're, well, 
kind of, was the shock and awe in Rhino's face as Baron Corbin turned on him and tossed him out. As his best friend, Baron Corbin. <laughs> yeah, his worst enemy turned best friend turned worst enemy again. My friend. And I also liked, I liked Rhino's promo head into that, though, because he actually brought back to talking about how he was the last champion in the revolution of ECW, and now he wants to be the face of this revolution. That was a cool did promo. You know, did you notice how everybody's promo was good except for Baron Corbin's? Oh, yeah, where he's like, yeah, bow down. I'm a win because I'm great. Because, uh, me. And he had, he I'm had, like, a lone wolf, except for I've been doing exclusively tag matches for the last month and a half. Well, he had, like, half a catchphrase. He was like, and they're gonna bow down. And I'm like, are you gonna like say, like, to Baron Corbin or something? And he's just like, no. Bow down me. to the Baron, bow down to the King, bow down on your knees. No, you're just gonna bow down. Speaking of which, uh... Also realizing there's too many kings, so I'm glad he didn't go with that. <laughs> King Corbin? Yeah. Oh, God. All hail King Lone Wolf. Bump, bump, ba-da-dum, bump, ba-da-dum, bump, ba-da-dum. Very nice. Hail. hail. But uh, Apollo Crews won the Battle Royal, and he's the number one contender, so you know he's going to get a really good match with Finn Balor out of this. This is like when Finn Balor won the number one contendership like two months after debuting. He's, he's going to lose the match, and it's going to be on a regular episode of NXT. Right, but it'll still be a good match, and it'll elevate Apollo Crews. Because, let's let's be fair, since he's debuted, he hasn't really done anything. Is he facing like, uh, Demon Balor or Corporate Balor, though? Oh, uh, well, it's, it's going to be a... Uh, most likely on a regular taping. So, so probably so corporate, he's going to face Balor Club Balor. Yeah, uh, Balor Club. Club Balor. Is he fighting Finn or is he fighting Balor? <laughs> I think he's fighting the half of the last name and two letters from the first name, so half and half. So he's fighting Fibba? Yes. Or Fowler? <laughs> Phallic Fowler. Fowler! Uh, speaking speaking of upcoming feuds, we, we found out who Bailey's next feud is going to be. Oh, I'm against, excited about that. And it's against Alexa Bliss. Kind of like the forgotten diva of NXT right now, because she really has been the background girl, because she's just been working the managerial spot. But she came out to her seizure-inducing dubstep with her boys, and they... Uh, she got all up and she she did the whole I'm gonna I'm so proud of you I'm gonna cry tears and then ripped Bailey's title out of her hand and hid behind Blake and Murphy like a coward which that, was awesome. That was probably one of the best parts because I mean how often do we see a female with with male bodyguards wrestling right now? I mean you don't really usually yeah. it's a female click or something. So this was kind of cool because it's like what you gonna do? B you can't do nothing. Yeah, you're not used, you're not hiding behind Tamina Snuka. You're hiding behind male and female violence, a thing that they won't do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's the perfect cover. Don't do anything, otherwise they won't touch you because it's We will stand here. We will stand. And then, um, I, I don't know if this is necessarily good, because it, it actually worked for the character, or if it was just bad because it was bad. But they cut this promo of Eva Marie in Paris where she's like, man, NXT is so grueling. Like, those three matches I've had, I can't even deal with this. So I'm taking a long vacation to get away from it. But I'll see you soon. And she, like, fucked up during the... <laughs> oh, yeah, it was... It was, uh... Like... I'm here because... Uh, shit, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. 
But here's the thing, and I'm, I'm, I have to give credit where credit is due. This is the right direction for Eva Marie to make her the literal definition of diva. Because that's going to get her over as the biggest heel possible. And if she can vamp up her character enough to get it over, then it's not going to matter if she's lacking in the ring because people are going to get invested that'll be in the, the character. character. Right. The character. Isn't that kind of already where they go with the Bellas anyway? Uh, that, that was for a while, but now the Bellas can actually wrestle. So I, I, what do you do with that, you know? I guess. I guess you just make them... Uh the e-stars but she's like the uh prima donna like she's like not even on the big show and she acts like she is i guess that could work she she's the c-star yeah, like A-star. dana brooke who who that's literally her gimmick <laughs> yeah she's but the did, total but, diva yet she's dana, on fucking yes yeah. but dana brooke can also work matches which is something that Ava Marie cannot do. And she had a funny little backstage uh, skit on NXT, too. Oh, yeah, because she thinks she beat Asuka because of her concussion. That was pretty funny. Was that Asuka? I beat her. And then Emma's just face palms. Because she knows she's next. (laughs) Pretty much. Uh, Speaking of Divas, Nia Jax actually debuted... Against a new girl named Evie, who you know they're going to rename because they already have an Eve. Yeah, she's the um, she's a New Zealand girl. So she's yeah, that's not another thing. Australian. All the, she's from yeah, New all Zealand. The, all the girls are from down under. Um, decent match. It was pretty much it was it was exactly what it needed to be. It was a Nia Jax showcase, so you could see that she's actually decent. Not great, Wait, but she I think we have Scott Steiner here to talk about Nia Jax. Oh, no. I knew someone was going to bring this up. Go ahead, Scotty. She's fat! Whoa. <laughs> I was wondering why they weren't showing a lot of her in the promo. <laughs> a lot she of her. definitely is a thicker milkshake. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. If she can work, she can work. She, she get it done. And, you know, like she did, she's... Miss Power I Wrestler. I, I, I'm not yeah. sure if she was supposed to be face or heel, or if she was just doing this as a showcase, but I feel like it would be smart for them to make her heel. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell when it's a girl that they're trying out that she's facing. <laughs> yeah, especially when they bring out the new girl who has no alignment at all. Yeah, so I mean, like, she's there, <laughs> like, Evie's there for a tryout. Oh, and Evie, <laughs> in her first match, better than Eva Marie. Well, yeah, there was that. Nia Jax's right. outfit was whoa. That was that was a bright color outfit. Yeah, <laughs> was it the the meme about her being the magic the magic carpet? carpet. Yeah, she really did. Oh yeah, Aladdin. God, she's gonna come out to Arabian Nights next week. Samoan Nights. <laughs> Prince Ali. Samoan like, Nights. Are they you like know, Samoan days? I realized. <laughs> I realized because. Uh, Joe had told me, like, he's like, why do most Samoans always go, Samoa, when they say Samoa? And I realized Joe is, like, the only guy who doesn't do that. He's just like, I'm Samoa Joe. He's, he never goes, I'm Samoa Joe. Because he's California Joe. SoCal Joe Cal. SoCal Joe Cal. Um, this is, this is bad, but it's got a bright spot. Uh, Big Cass is hurt. He's been coming to events on crutches, and he's not working. But he's still coming to events and having a ringside presence. So good for him. Poor guy. 
Speaking of injuries, uh, Adam Rose was stretchered out during a house show after a match with Fandango. He suffered what they believed to just be a standard concussion, but it was bad enough to require him to get stretchered out of the ring and stop the match. So, And I feel like that's bad luck because he just found a way to revamp his party gimmick into something that's entertaining. <laughs> you and of course, you're pooping a real party pooper. Now I'm going to poop on you. I'm going to poop on your party. Right. Oh, I can't wait till Vince sees this gimmick because you know he hasn't seen it yet. Of course, he hasn't because he's gonna he's gonna make him do like the poop from the ceiling, like the Spirit Squad gimmick. Oh, you talk about poop, you're gonna be John Cena's tag yeah. partner. I'm gonna bury you in feces. Feces. I still love that promo. Bring back Rafishi. Ugh. All right, I want to talk about something bad that involves the Divas. Uh, the tag match was bleh. But they did the Nikki Naomi match, which was good, but the crowd was so into Sasha Banks because of the Iron Man match. And like Brie got up on the announce table and started chanting We Want Sasha in like a mocking manner, which was supposed to serve as a distraction. But the psychology ha- was so odd for the finish because like Nikki scooped up Naomi in a way that Naomi literally didn't fight back at all. And I was like, really? The distraction was that it was that bad that you couldn't move? I didn't really get the finish. Like I understood every, I understood what they were going for, but I think it was poor execution. And I know it sounds like I'm overanalyzing the divas, but since they started this revolution and the divas matches have become must see, every time they do something like this, it's kind of like, oh, come on, guys, you're better than that. You're taking a step thing. back. Yeah. Now the tag match was good. It was. Um, Charlotte took the pin, so Bree's kind of, like, in contention now, which I know I saw some people complaining about that. They're like, that doesn't make any sense, because she's fighting Nikki. I'm like, actually, it does make sense, because that's putting the momentum on Nikki, because, oh, shit, my sister just pinned you, well, now I can beat you, too, kind of thing, because I was the champion. Not only that, but they're they're still brewing this Nikki and Bree feud underneath everything, even though they seem to forget about it for a while. They still have, like, these little instances where... One looks better than the other, or Brie gets sick of being in Nikki's shadow. So it's good to do that once in a while. There's also ten women involved in this. Yeah, so you kind of got to do stuff with all of them. Because they recently added Natty into it. Oh, oh, and props to the person who made the Team NBC logo with with the the Peacock logo. (laughs) Yeah, props to that person. That was great. All right, uh, something... Bad, but it w- it'll still be good. Uh, Dean Ambrose and Randy Orton are going to be relegated to working the pre-show for the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view so they can take on Luke Harper and Braun Strowman. Uh, why this is bad is because Ambrose, Orton, and Harper are all better than the pre-show. Why this is good is because Strowman's not on the pay-per-view. But it's still going to be a great match. But that means the pay-per-view's got to be pretty loaded then, right? Uh, I'd like to think so, but I don't know. Uh, Val Vegan, what do you think? You know something? It's loaded like a... Hmm. I didn't really think about this yet. <laughs> something to do with hummus? Yeah. A hummus pie. It's just it's just a big thing of hummus. You know... I would eat, I would eat that. I'd dip my carrot right in that hummus pie. <laughs> I, would, I would eat all that hummus and then shit my pants. Uh, I like hummus. You don't so gotta worry hummus. about your ovaries, ladies. Because the big Valboski's got your egg replacer right here. But he doesn't have any meat for you. <laughs> I have field roast. That's a vegan replacement meat. 
All right. So Raw had a couple of, Raw had like two really good bright spots. Everything else was kind of average, but there was one thing that was just super dumb. And I want to talk about that first. So TMZ broke the story that Rusev and Lana are engaged IRL. And that basically fucked up their entire storyline. So they attempted to salvage it, but they really didn't. Well, you know, TMZ wouldn't report it if they didn't fucking tell them that they're getting married. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I get it. In this day and age of social media, a lot of that personal shit goes out there and people understand it. But it's one of those things where it's like, I know you're excited and everything, but can you at least try to keep some kayfabe? <laughs> the Incredible Hulk fits in your Batmobile. <laughs> the thing fits in there perfectly. Ah, you broke my Batmobile. That's it, yeah. <laughs> broke or, or made, it, made better. it better and I love that he keeps putting X-Men comics in front of all the DC stuff <laughs> uh, for those of you listening to the show if you don't get that reference I don't think we can be friends anymore Stan Lee never left <laughs> <laughs> he can't be the Incredible Hulk I am <laughs> the best thing about that is that in the in the Marvel Heroes uh, the Marvel Heroes Lego game Frickin' Stanley turns into the Hulk. That's awesome. <laughs> I actually drink some works. infected soda. I think in it, like some of the Hulk's blood ends up in like some soda, and Stanley walks up to a soda machine and buys a soda and drinks it, and he turns into the Hulk. Nice. Oh, speaking of soda, um, the other day I was at the White Supermarket and saw Jolly Rancher flavored soda that was only fifty cents. So I bought one and I tried it. And I got exactly what I expected from a 50-cent bottle of soda. Crap! So I just wanted to throw it out there. Well, it was watermelon-flavored, and I find that interesting. And it literally does taste like a Jolly Rancher. But I got, like, halfway through the bottle, and I was just like... You know that, like, after you drink something, you're just kind of like... Like, um... Like, I, I want to finish this, because I hate wasting stuff, but I don't want to finish it. This is not good. Yeah. Oh, so, you mean, like, whenever I have a beer... See, I, 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 I'm a beer snob. I, I definitely am. I only like certain beers. I'm a beer snob. And, only and, and they, all, they all start with Yingling, but that's a different story. God, these guys might as well be talking about cars or sports. I'm not getting this. All right, you know what? <laughs> thank, thank you, Pat, because I actually have a sports reference I wanted to put into the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, shout out to the Mets and the Cubs for recreating Rookie of the Year. <laughs> and I know Pat's like, yes, sports, movie. Hey, I saw that movie. <laughs> yes. So you might actually get the. That's reference. the movie where the guy says "funky butt loving." Yes, he it does. Is. And then there's yes. also the movie where like nine year olds are talking about chicks' tits. Yes, but it's also the movie that has the evil New York Mets, the greatest New York Met in the history of New York Mets. Love <laughs> when he hits the home run. He's rounding the bases, going wah wah wah. That's just so great. And yes, it's actually happening now. And uh, even though some people, Joey Image, are upset for, with me for not <laughs> sticking with lo local loyalty, territory loyalty, I think is what he called it. And local um, hustle and local respect. I have, to root, <laughs> I have to root for the Cubs because Doc and Marty promised me they were going to win this year. They didn't promise you shit. I actually really hope it's the Cubs. A 3D and video screen promised you that. <laughs> yes. Yes, but uh, Florida is not in, so... 
they're also also in the National League. So, and, and at this point in the comment section, for those of you who understand the sports, please shout out that you understand the sports. And for those of you who don't understand the sports, shout out to and support Patrick. Sports. I want the Cubs because I was actually born in Chicago. Chicago. Oh man, what a CM Punk snob. Yeah. You know, I was um. I was in a social gathering recently around new people. And <laughs> you sound like you've got a martini glass and a top hat while you're saying that. I was in a social gathering recently. And I was wearing my glasses with a monocle over one eye. And uh, they they all turned to me and I said, well, Pat, who's your... Because they were talking about, I guess, like the Giants. I don't know, some team that plays football. And uh, they're like, or, so what's... Or were they talking about the baseball team, the Giants? I don't know. But they go, who do you root for? And I said, well, this is the best circumstance in the world for you because I don't root for anybody. So whatever you're a fan of, I can be a fan of that until I leave. I can just be like, yeah, yeah they're my favorite. Sure. Dude, that's awesome. So if I have a Super Bowl party this year, I'm going to invite you over, Pat, and I'm going to tell you which team to root for. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Pat, root for this team. All right, go sports! I, no, knowing you, you'll make me and be bring, the and, heel. And bring no, the hummus. Yeah, I'll bring the hummus and the carrots. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you'll knowing you, you'll probably tell me to root for the heel team, and then uh, everyone else will I'm hate gonna, me. I'm going to make you root for the team I'm rooting against. You know that's how it's going to work. I'll, I'll root for them as though I were rooting for The Undertaker before he lost the streak. All right. Pat, if you really want to be heel when it comes to me in sports, if it starts with New England, anything, root for it, and you will be the heel. Oh, okay. That's how that works. <laughs> but That's if funny because there's like two professional sports teams named New England. Yeah, that's true. The, All right, uh, how about the, the, if the it Pat also Riots. starts with Boston, the you can Pat go Riots. ahead and... The Pat Rice, yes. There's the New England Patriots. I think you're mispronouncing And then there's the that. New England Revolution of Major League Soccer. You could also root for anything Boston to be healed. Like the Red Sox, LOLOL. Oh, God, I watched uh, on uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, this week or last week. Uh, they, they Apparently they went to Boston at a bar and it said go wait, wait, Red at Sox. A at a bar. At a bar. At a fucking bar with a bunch of queers, and uh, <laughs> I got a number. How you like them apples? And uh, the there was a banner, and it said "Go Red Sox," and socks was spelled correctly, aka incorrectly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Go literal Red Sox. Go Red Sox. Yeah. Speaking of which, I want those New Day socks to be released because I will buy those. Oh my god, I would so buy New Day socks. I'll wear them to work. They're like $5 or less, maybe. <laughs> well, they're not going to be $3. Oh, obviously not. <laughs> imagine when they go to the clearance bin, how upset Big Oh, I can't imagine they're going to be like the Motor City Machine Gun dog tags eventually, right? We'll just throw three of them in every bag. <laughs> oh, the brown bag special. Get 18 t-shirts, but we're not going to tell you what size they are, so you might not even be able to wear or them. Or even who it is. It's like some guy you don't care, you don't like, because that's the reason why they have a million of them still. Because no one cares about that guy. <laughs> you mean Ryback? Hey, I have oh. a Ryback shirts. I have a Ryback hoodie. Bum, bum, bottom, bottom. <laughs> the last wrestling shirt I bought was the ECW one that came with the DVD. God, the last wrestling shirt I bought was a Brimo shirt for my wife for Christmas so she could wear it to the Royal Rumble. I don't even remember the last one I bought for myself. 
it's been a while. Which I'll I had to change oh. my pre-order because when I they originally WrestleMania. yeah, because when they originally announced the Rise and Fall of ECW DVD, it was a fucking poster with the with the cover on it. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, you can get an ECW shirt. And I'm like, cancel. Order the uh, Club Cafe brown bag special. Oh, you get the Prince Justice Brotherhood t-shirts. 18 of them in a size small. (laughs) We don't have a Prince Justice Brotherhood. Oh, geez. Shouldn't he be swimming later? I'm swimming in Prince Justice Brotherhood t-shirts. Jesus. Stone Cold right. Shark Boy. All size small. All right. I want to talk about... Uh, fat. Of course they are. I want to talk about two good things that happened on Raw. First of all, the match of the night. John Cena versus Dolph Ziggler. U.S. Open Challenge, and it was phenomenal. I like how... Uh, has Ziggler done the, the tune-up the band before? Because that was a really good spot in this match. Uh, Maybe. I, I think he stomped, but he like it would just be like a quick stomp and then go for yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm really, really hyped to hit this move, and you need to turn around right now, type thing. But I'm not in the corner because that's gimmick infringement. This time he was just like, I'm going to tune up the band, and I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm okay with this. Yeah, but you saw on his table for three. Um, oh no, it was Ambrose. As I was thinking of, where he was talking about always wanting. Whoa. I thought Ziggler had that. I think Ziggler is a guy who has that same mentality, though. Like, screw it. I'm doing something new. I'm getting recognized tonight. I'm doing something new, but something old. <laughs> I'm going to get recognized. No, but it was a good match. I thought it was... I, it was V-good. Vegan good? Yeah, that too. Vagina good. Alright, well then I gotta talk about the other fun thing that happened on Raw. And that was the Lumberjack match and the build-up to the Lumberjack match where every time Triple H would call Kane an update. He would go through a tunnel. Yeah, it was it was really funny. <laughs> Kane, I need you to tell me again as I go through this tunnel. Who did you put in the main event? I'm going into the tunnel. Oh, it's me. Kane. But... Is that even a thing anymore? But I like how he w- he kept saying that he was on an airplane. So was the airplane going through tunnels? <laughs> yes, of course it was. It's you, Haven't you ever played a video game where you go through those rings or those tunnels? They actually stay up there in the environment afterwards. Oh, like Superman 64? Right, right. They had to go through the rings to get to... Um, where were they again? They weren't Cincinnati on Monday, were they? They were Cincinnati know, on SmackDown. Some Ohio city. Okay. Well, they had to go to the rings to get there to land, and they kept messing up, and that's why Stephanie was so pissed. Because <laughs> it keeps starting over. I my coffee! Ah. <laughs> that sounds like Scott Steiner with a burned throat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which means it sounded coffee. exactly like Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> uh... So yeah, um, that was pretty much it as far as the TV wrestles go. The rest of my good, bad, and ugly all involves news and outside stuff. So here's something really good that happened this week. Outsider stuff. Yes. Ooh. Remember, this is Spooky Fingers Month. 
Yes, uh, spoopy finger fun. Spoopy fingers fun. <laughs> Super spoopy fingers. Um, this week's table for three had DDP, Sting, and Vader as WCW legends, and it was so good. They Most talked the about th- when they hurt each other. <laughs> yes. And then they talked about... Uh, <laughs> I love what was your favorite moment, Sting? And he goes, for me, no question, the White Castle of Fear. <laughs> And DDP, like, didn't remember it, so they're describing it to him. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I vaguely remember this. Um, I also like, like to talk about Vader's stinky gloves. Yes. Or, uh, or uh, the, how you could tell how close Bischoff and DDP really were. Okay, he's like, yeah, he'd tell me all the time, oh, yeah, we're going to beat Vince McMahon. I'm like, how the hell are you going to do that? And then we did it. But it was also cool to hear, like, the Lex Luger story from the insider point of view. He's just like, yeah, we didn't tell anybody. Like, our wives knew. And screw the rest of you. Yeah, I thought this one was really fun. I I like all... I don't think there has been a table for three I didn't like. No, they've all been really good. Some have been more interesting than others, but none of them have been bad. All right, you want something bad to talk about? Oh, real quick on that. I thought it was kind of funny that, like, Sting doesn't know... Because it's, it's been pretty big news. He's like, so I heard, like, Jake's living with you or something. I was like, whoa, where, where does Sting get his news from? Yeah. His slowpoke news? He's getting the after yeah. mags. Yeah, that happened a while ago. Scott, Scott, maybe he was living with you for a while. All right, um... Uh, Hulk Hogan's Beach Restaurant is closing and rebranding to be not Hulk Hogan. So I guess that's still a thing that, like... Black people eat free. And speaking of things closing, uh, Squared Circle Wrestling is shutting down. 2CW. I know. Uh, And uh, we're making all those jokes at Sean Carr's expense because he just became the champion. And like right after he won the title, they announced that they were shutting down. So so the big joke is, good job, Sean Carr. You just killed the territory. But uh, hybrid Sean Carr is a great worker. You guys should check out his work if you can. And uh, these these uh, final two CW shows, you know, they're going to pull out all the stops and they've used everybody. Um, So, you know, the young bucks are coming back. You know, the Dudleys will probably be there. Um, they're going to use all the guys. Matt Hardy, they've used Rhino. I oh. say... Ch- Speaking of which, on SmackDown, I'm going to rewind back to the good for a second. Um, Dean Ambrose and the Dudleys tagging and cutting a promo together? Very, very good. Nice. Those guys oh, just did, mesh well. Did we find out who attacked Natty? Oh, I don't know who that could possibly be. Yeah, it couldn't possibly be somebody she's feuding with. No, not at all. Cause, cause, well, because Paige is face now. It was Tyson Kidd. It was, it was a, it's going to be a domestic violence angle. I attacked my wife with a broken freaking neck. Woo! <laughs> it was Gable. Um, yes. All right, I got one good, one bad, and one and the ugly left. So what do you want? Pick uh, it. Let's go with good. Okay. Good. Uh, Josh Gad, who you some of you might the know. Gad the bad, the ugly. Yes. You, you might. His new famous thing is that he was Olaf and Frozen, but I know him best as Elder Cunningham from the Book of Mormon, which is the greatest play of all time. I know him best it. as uh, 
ugly, the ugly version of. Uh, yeah, this paid off well because I don't remember who I'm trying to. <laughs> Hold up, Dan Peck. I'm gonna let you finish. But he was in the greatest musical of all time. It's I didn't see the Book of Mormon. I, I still wanted to. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, still I, going. I still would like to. If you if you like South Park, you I like to see Spam a lot, and I like to see all those kinds of things. And Avenue Q is good too. As another play to check out. Oh, the internet is for porn. Indeed. Um, but Josh Gad is writing a gorgeous George biopic. Wow. For and, WWE Studios. Yes. Which means um, that, well, the, the big excitement that I read from a lot of people was that this is a tr- an era of wrestling that we just haven't really seen. And I no, think that's all we see cool is like part. little three second clips of anything. Yeah. Anywhere. So and of this course, is they look like poopy because the shit was like 100 years ago. Because 1960s. And finally, we'll get to see Vince's revisionist history of it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm just catching up on it personally. <laughs> his father's era. That's not, and it might be, it might be his grandfather's era, actually. <laughs> I'm also just finishing up watching uh, the era of the Negro Leagues. Oh, so you finally got to, like, part three of Ken Burns' baseball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so I think that's going to be pretty cool, and I'm looking forward to that. All right, you want to hear something really bad, but it's really funny at the same time? Yes. All right, so they interviewed Jeff Hardy recently. Oh, boy. Because he's updating oh, us on his injury, and he's just like, yeah, I got my torn UCL or whatever it is because I'm pretty sure he didn't know what he was talking about and they're just like so Jeff why do you think TNA isn't so successful and he's like I honestly don't know we got everybody everyone's so good I don't understand why this product isn't catching on it makes no sense to me yeah, he doesn't understand they have a management problem, uh, a problem. <laughs> I don't understand anything. We got so many colors and paint on me, and I think everything is just flying around, and I'm talking out of my mind. I don't understand why people don't like this. Pure oxygen. I, I think I don't think you're good at running a business, Jeff. I don't think you would be. <laughs> I'm operating out of my t- t- double wide. I got I got a promotion, and everyone's entrance is gonna have balloons and glitters and pyro and paint <laughs> and ladders and a ladder match. Oh, yeah. oh I love yeah, that yeah. the ladder match when when whoever won the match, him or Edge, got to pick what the match would be and. Either way, they would have said ladder match. <laughs> yep. Ladder match. <laughs> or like when you came to TLC and then that's the... O- was that the was that the point or was it... Like ladder was the only one that was not taken? I, don't, like, I think it was just a regular match in the middle of the year. Oh, I love I want to have a chairs match with you, Adam. <laughs> Can I have a steel steps match? I always <laughs> love when they do that, though. They're like... Uh, the tables match is taken, the TLC match is taken, and they're like, I'm going to face you in a ladder match. Oh, that was the only one that was left. In the stipulation that remains. <laughs> yes. Or at hell, at hell in a Cell, I'm going to face you in a Hell in a Cell. 
God. So yeah, Jeff Hardy has no idea why TNA is awful. I know. I know how they could fix TNA. They <laughs> not burn, have it anymore. They burned down my house. They burned down my aluminumies. They burned down my my cocaine. My <laughs> shoes. My motocross bikes. Right now, Denz is dying. By the way. Didn't he, uh, didn't he live in, like, a trailer in Matt Hardy's backyard? Like, Matt Hardy actually had, like, a nice, respectable house, and then there was a trailer in the back, and that's where Jeff lived? I think so. I, well, they, they have, like, land on their fodder, their fodders, their father's tobacco <laughs> plantations. My fodder! <laughs> We're gonna have a fodder match. <laughs> what, TNA is just fodder, and I don't understand why. Mr. Hardy on a pole. But yeah, their their dad owns a tobacco plantation. Yeah. So I think they just have land on there. So Matt has a house on that land. And then further uh, back, Jeff's like, I just want a little itty-bitty trailer because you burned I, down my house. I plant lots of crops on that farm. Crops that you can also smoke. <laughs> I don't plant tobacco. Wacky tobacco. That wacky tobacco. We have our tobacco tam- crops. Meanwhile, Matt's married tobacco. and has a child. And <laughs> yeah, we're dominating the Simpsons references today. This is great. Oh, tobacco, tobacco. All right. Is yeah. it time? Tobacco nummies. <laughs> is it time to talk about the ugly from this week's wrestling? Is it? Is it fugly? It's very fugly, actually. Is it? Brow Strowman with soap in his hair up like a mohawk ugly? Uh, it's close. Okay. It's, uh, it's Roman Reigns attempting to cut a promo. Oh, I didn't think it was that bad. Well, what was so bad about this? Hell, it wasn't bad. It was ugly. No, it wasn't bad. It was ugly. Because he's made so much progress that he went back to that confused end of 2014 Roman Reigns, I don't know how to talk and I didn't understand it. Like, he's been getting so good with his promos. Why did he backtrack so far? Why was he stumbling over all of his lines and just confused as hell? Because he's not teaming with Ambrose at the pay-per-view. He's yeah. doing solo. <laughs> I was so disappointed because he's been making so much progress all year. And I've been like, I'm starting to really get behind Roman Reigns and his push. And the fact Yay. that... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Shin. Well, it's, I think it's better off to be behind him in that case, though. Oh, you know what? Given the choices, yeah. Uh, Shin can stake in front. Uh, yeah, he's he just stirred in the corner. Let's 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 drop this pretty quickly. But still, like you 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 make all this progress and then you cut a really nervous, really weird promo, and the fans just turn on you. And I was just so disappointed because because I know he's better than that because I've been seeing it in this feud with Bray. He was he was Amber, cutting that promo, and I forget how he ended it exactly, but it was something about how he knew how to stop him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, these promos are so predictable. He's just gonna say something like with a whole lot of ooh, ah, and I'm like, oh wait, he doesn't really say that. That's us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and props to uh, to to DDP Vader and Sting for hardcore putting over Bray Wyatt and talking about how no, he can't just talk; he can really talk. <laughs> He can uh, construct words. Stupid legends are so dumb. Ugh. They don't know what they're talking about. Sting's only been here for a cup of coffee. What does he know? 
Oh, yeah, there was also No, news. he was actually here for an entire three-course dinner. Didn't you watch? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, there's also news, because they got the Sting DVD coming out, right? That oh, yeah. Sting, Sting lost at WrestleMania because he thought it was going to be his last match. And that's what you do. You lose to a guy that doesn't need a win. Finally. Yep. So, so you're, Finally, you're, I buried the last WCW guy. The Sting is 0-2 in WWE. So <laughs> I, still, I still love... This feud is not about WCW in the match. No, it wasn't him. That wasn't Triple H that said that. Oh, that was Triple Stephanie, H right? was always like, this is about WCW. And, and Sting was like, that's dumb. This is not about WCW. This is all about WCW. But didn't he say that toward the end? He was like, this is about you and me. Yeah, but then he like said it. Was, but then Stephanie said it was about WCW, like right during that same promo. And then the match was let's have the NWO and DX come out, who are which made no sense because they're all best friends. And, and then <laughs> yeah, and then X Pac was so conflicted. Wearing, which side do I do, buddy? And then Big Show was like, I'm wearing like 18 different shirts. What side am I on? He wasn't on DX. No, he wasn't. No, but he was in the NWO multiple times. But he was on Raw and SmackDown and ECW in the same Battle Royal. Dude, I got lots of shirts. Oh, I'm always going to... I always wonder why they thought that was such a surprise. Like, after it happened once, you're like, Big Show's going to do this again. And then you do it again, you're like, Oh my god, I can't believe the turncoat! The Big Show! Oh, you mean like every time someone lifts him? That hasn't happened in a... Well, wait, yeah. Ryback was the new one, right? Like, oh my god, Ryback lifted the big show! No, didn't they geek didn't they geek out when Lesnar F5'd him at the MSG show? Even oh, though we've yeah. seen it in every match they've ever had. Well that's that's why I don't understand, like it's because Byron Saxon hasn't called it before. That's why. Bro, it's been thirteen years since then. I get the build, like these guys have been feuding forever, but they tried to make it seem like Brock's never gone up against this big show before. Yes he has. Did you also notice how Big Show's character completely died this week on Raw? Because now he was like, hey, you want to be my bodyguard? He's like, no, and then he just did nothing. (laughs) Oh, Seth, I got more important things to do. (laughs) Like eat. Get it? Because he's fat? Oh. No, I still don't get it. (laughs) They call you the Big Show? Maybe you should eat a vegan diet. You'd probably lose a lot of weight. <laughs> no animals. <laughs> Is it time? It's time. Oh, it's time, well, I guess. It's almost time. And, and yes, that was... All right, guys. Uh, come up after the break. We got some trolls, and we got some points. So please, stick around. All right. Do I really have to read this? Hey, this is Triple H from the Club Kayfabe Podcast. And when I want to be a nerd, or I want to learn about nerd things like movies and comics and video games and stuff, I don't even know anything about this stuff. I listen to the Adrian Has Issues Podcast because it is that damn good. So listen to it or else you'll get buried. And we're back. All right, then. It's time for Troll Truth. And everybody in the CK group, you already know what's coming here. 
But uh, for those of you who either missed it or you're not part of the group and you're just listening to our show either through the page or through Podomatic or iTunes or whatever, um, we have a pretty good community in Club Kayfabe. We have a pretty loyal community. Uh, for the most part, everybody seems to get along. We've given people nicknames as, you know, everybody just communicates and we have fun. And every now and again, you get that bad egg who we, we kind of troll right out of the group. But uh, this this was different. This was a guy who's been around for a while and just kind of stopped participating, except to brag about the uh, three grand that he's spending to go to WrestleMania. And like all of a sudden, he just decided he hates fun. Um, Joey Image was making a joke about one of the Cena memes and pointing out the errors in it because and anybody who knows Image knows that that's just what he does. And good old Eric Streisand, which was his, not his real last name, but the nickname we... Uh, a nickname given to him by Joe. By Joe, yeah. Uh, he just starts flipping out about this, and then he's just like, you know... <laughs> and then he just, he posted his farewell comment, which was, for the last few years I've tried to enjoy Club Cafe, but the clicks and snobbery between the creators and the obsession everyone has with Joey Image, a terrible former high school gym wrestler has made it unbearable. Have fun in Jersey. You guys represent all that is the armpit. And then he quit the group so he can't see any of the responses to it because that's what cowards do. Um, Joe, who has blocked him, unblocked him to call him out and then reblocked him. So he privately messaged me and said, tell Joey, I'm sorry. I didn't properly tag him in the post and uh, good luck with the unboxing. Wow, what a heel turn. Yeah. So, like I said before, like if you if you're if you don't want to be part of our community, then don't. Like I, I don't understand how it could it, it cannot be simpler. If you're not happy being here and you don't like the conversations and everything, then leave. Go to another group. There's tons of them out there. They're filled with bots, they're filled with shameless self-promotion, they're filled with all kinds of trolls screaming at each other. Go join those and have fun. Caps lock. Um, yeah. Like, I will tell you, I have been part of many uh, forums and groups of wrestling, and they're all fucking terrible, and Club Kayfabe is the only one I will ever be part of, and that's for, like, the last five years. <laughs> you know, wait, did he, now, he didn't come into this group because somebody invited him, right? Like, he found this on his own. Who the hell knows? Um, I can't, I can't, obviously he left now, so I can't go back and check, like, the added by somebody or whatever, but... But you are free to leave anytime. You shouldn't... On, on something as unimportant as Facebook, you shouldn't struggle with the fact that you tried to enjoy this for years. That, that sounds oh, kind of strange and, to me. And if you're liking his comment, because you're agreeing with it, um, you're welcome to leave, too, honestly. Like... That, that doesn't take much wit. Um see what you did there it's pretty cool right um but but no more i'm snobbish so i can do that i see i have the the right to be snobbish because i'm a vegan and i'm a straight edge and i'm i'm better than anyone really Uh, Um, (laughs) apparently i also have the right to be snobbish because i created the community right right and dan has the right to be snobbish because he watches new japan yes because he's a new japan mark yeah and, and you know and you know what it is like and here's here's how here's my thinking behind this the way you quit, you quit in such a way that, like, did you want us to be, like, upset 
that you're quitting or like beg you to come back or like shed tears over it because that's the impression I'm getting. Um, because of this, next week's show will be a tribute to Joey Image, where all we do is talk about Joey Image. Um, it's going to be a a 24 hour podcast actually, <laughs> and we're going to raise money for Joey Image. We're gonna we're gonna hawk his T-shirts. We're gonna sell his DVDs, his Blu-rays. Um, we're gonna promote all the stuff that he's doing. We are going to order sushi. We are going to unbox some things. We're going to buy shit from Amazon. We're actually going to buy sushi from Amazon and unbox it. (laughs) And wear top hats, monocles, and also eat caviar. Well, except me. I'll eat, like, vegan caviar. Um, Caviar? I don't think I I want caviar. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we can skip the caviar, but the monocles and top hats are in. For sure. It's going to be the... Actually, it's going to be bigger than the Fabes. The Fabes are secondary now. You know what's funny? That caviar joke reminds me of Futurama when Zoidberg gets his tax refund and he's trying to buy all rich people stuff. So he buys caviar and he's like, this is disgusting. <laughs> They're like, but this is what rich people eat. He's like, screw this. I want a hot dog. <laughs> like, that's a- <laughs> It's sad. My first reference to how bad caviar is, but it's for rich people, is Rugrats. <laughs> Oh my god, when Chucky's dad wins... Yeah, Mr. Chucky. Yes, Chaz. He wins... Pat Sajak comes to his door. The one and only guest star that show ever had. (laughs) You mean, other than Bruce Willis being the voice of the dog. Yes, in the movie. Oh Uh, yeah, where he says, I am Groot. (laughs) I I am Spike. (laughs) Indeed. Well... So, uh, to all you Club Kayfabe members out there, if you don't like our group and you don't like this show, you know... Then you don't like Rugrats, and who didn't like that show? Just just, just go. Like, yeah. I don't... I, like, there's no point... You, you staying in this group just to be a troll makes you stupid. Just go. <laughs> like... Break I, out, wannabe. It can't not be simpler than that. It when, really can't. When I don't like something or I'm annoyed by something someone says on Facebook, I can either A, click the unfollow button, or B, click the leave group button. I just don't bother putting up with it, because it's really not important enough for me to go, well, you know, I'm taking a stand, and I am leaving this group, because I believe that I am superior to everyone here, and you all are a bunch of snobs and stuck-up, and you all worship somebody else here in the forum, and it's not me who spends a million dollars going to WrestleMania. So... See you later, losers. Yeah. All right. All right. It's just... I'm going to... All right, bye. <laughs> like it. Oh, speaking of which, since I did see someone donated to Chris's fund, that is why I'm still on the show this week, because I threatened to leave if no one did. Oh, yes. Thank you to the two two members of the community donated this week. And uh, one of them chose to remain anonymous, so I won't say who you are, but thank you very much. You know who you are. Uh, and the other one was Glenn Kukin, and you and Colleen really helped us out there. So Ooh, I know who the secret donator was. Is everybody ready? It's John Cena! <laughs> John Cena's a member of the community? You didn't yeah. know? He's a member of all How about Bobby Millock's thing about Evolve on WWE.com? That was awesome. I'm, I'm, I apologize for not talking about that. That was... 
that was a fantastic article. And Bobby, man, you get all the good shit. We love Bobby. This this Bobby, yes. Bobby's Bobby's my buddy, man. We've been friends for like nine years now. Bobby's my bud. But uh, you love Bobby. We're we're not done talking about shitty ass people on the internet, are we, Dan? Uh, not really. This week on the WWE Facebook page, Johnny Cage has joined WWE Immortals. You know that phone game where you do the fighting. Oh wow! I thought Johnny you were going to say there was Cage. a commenter named Johnny Cage, and I was going to make a Mortal Kombat reference, but literally Johnny Cage is joining the game. Literally, Johnny I am Cage. Literally joining the game as played by Rob Lowe. Oh, now I want to see that happen. Rob Lowe was the voice of Johnny Cage. <laughs> I want a I want a Parks and Rec fighting game now. Oh god! Parks and wrecked. <laughs> but like, no one actually like fights. Fights. It's like Phoenix Wright fighting in in Mar in Marvel versus Capcom Three. Donna wins. Did Donna totally win? By the way, <laughs> in a big big battle royale of cast members. All right, so Johnny Cage has joined WWE Immortals. Oh, wow, they added The Miz to WWE Immortals. Because <laughs> he's totally Johnny Cage <laughs> since he changed his character That's like a year ago. That's actually pretty funny. Can we, uh, is there going to be a people power joke in there anywhere? At any point with what comes to the Johnnies? No. Ah! People power! You gotta have the people power. Johnny Cage will make Roman look strong. Oh, no, they didn't. No, they actually did that wrong. I'm sorry. Johnny Cage will make Roman look a trong. A trong? <laughs> yes. Yes. Hashtag a trong. Hashtag stong. <laughs> That's Sting's cousin. Stong? Yeah. Sting, stang, stong? Yes. Punches John Cena's heart out. One, two, kick out, AA, Cena wins. <laughs> <laughs> accurate comment is accurate. Rips the heart out from the blood vessels and everything. It just reconnects. Ha ha! Kick out at two. Finish him. Kick out at two. Johnny Cage equals JC. John Cena confirmed. Okay. Jesus Christ confirmed. That's why John Cena keeps kicking out before the third day. <laughs> confirmed. And our last comment. I think Jimmy Snuka would fit into the Mortal Kombat universe nicely. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fatality. Well, sure. <laughs> oh, God. Well played. Jimmy uh, Snooker doesn't win. Well, for like 30 years he did. Yeah, they put in those quarters and then he got screwed. Oh, uh, it's something else I wanted to definitely talk about was uh, uh, Jesse Ventura came back to talk as Jericho. So, of course, I listened to it. 
And he talked about the snooker thing, and he's like, you know, I don't think he's confident enough to stand trial, and that's how he's going to get away with this, because of the dementia that he's suffering. Because of the coconut head. Yes. Also, uh, this was something I found fascinating. Jesse Ventura revealed his favorite guy to work with as a wrestler. And it, it'll shock some people because of how much he used to bury this dude on commentary, but it really was Chico Santana. That was his favorite guy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's called kayfabe, people. Something that's not dead. The flying burrito. <laughs> but is it is it time? Is it time to do it? Or should we just end the show? No, we should just uh, end the show. Actually. See you guys next week. <laughs> yeah, bye. Aw, now we'll, they're all sad. We'll put it up as a separate download in the middle of the week. Uh, everyone got buried and banned for a week, so there's no not even a game <laughs> so next there's week. There's no game next week unless you didn't play. But you all did so bad that we canceled the game forever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It is time to play points or buried or folded or frozen, yes, or oh, Evan Speared or. Oh, you could get Don Weston. Oh, I'm in the Prince Justice Brotherhood t-shirts. They're small, so I have one on my arm and one on my leg. <laughs> and then uh, and then there's that guy in the corner. Oh, you get one time. Ooh, uh, but uh, he's not awake. Not awake yet. All right, so <clears throat> Table for Three is the new thing. And uh, Jeff Trelawitz was posting something about it that inspired this me to say, I want you guys to come up with your own Table for Three. Pick the three people. And then name the episode and just make it make it either so awful that we don't want to watch it or so awful that you can't help but watch it. it it's got to be bad. It's just got to be a bad – it's got to be – And I'm glad that you took out the opportunity for the cheapest joke possible right away. Oh, yeah, and I know I love how at least three people had to change their answers. Because that, that was like the first thing that comes up. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad he said that. Because I I know that was one of my first thoughts. I'm like, I, I'm not going to post it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I said they have to be alive, but they don't necessarily have to be a wrestler. So you could, you could add anybody you wanted in there as long as they were breathing. And the good news is everybody eventually <laughs> did that. So you guys ready to hear some awful table for threes that are coming out soon? Boy, howdy I am. All right. Oh, God. There's a picture from an NXT house show of Eva Marie fighting Asuka. Uh-oh. <laughs> Did she die? It's hilarious. Apparently, she just got, like, like, hit, like, slapped. And it's her, like, selling, but, like, falling back a little bit. And it says, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Please, please post that in the group for all of us to enjoy. <laughs> All right, here Will we go. Do. We have our first table for three. It has Orlando Jordan, Pat Patterson, and Darren <laughs> Young. And it's called Out of the Closet and In the Back Door. Oh. Is this in Pat Patterson's meat restaurant? Of course it is. Oh, wait, Darren Young co-owns it. Of course it is. Yes, this gets points. That was easy. Yes, that was Matt Awesome's entry. And uh, I also like how he originally put Orlando Jones until I pointed that out and he, and he edited it. I think that's even funnier. Yes. Make seven up yours. 
<laughs> Which is sad because right. when I, re- I, I saw that first because there were, Dan responded with something and I was like, I want to see what Dan said. And I happened to see that first entry, which I don't normally do. And for some reason I thought it said Orlando Bloom, which I still thought was funny. <laughs> Orlando whoever, you're funny. All right. Next up is Hulk Hogan, Michael Hayes, and Vince McMahon. If it ain't white, it ain't right. Oh, God. Well, then, then Michael Hayes is out of the table. Yeah, he's more he's he's more not white than anyone. <laughs> At least Mark Henry, but he's a free bird. What's your excuse? So what's your excuse? God, <laughs> I'm gonna give that points because I want I would love to see. <laughs> and he would also show up with his fanny pack, by the way. Of course he would. <laughs> I like how he, they talked about that on the WWE Fashion Countdown, and he's like, I think it's a style that's um. Exclusively me. Only I can pull it off. <laughs> clearly, he doesn't. Yeah, With his clearly. southern pimp outfits. All right, Glenn Kukin points. <laughs> All right, the next the next table for three features: Dolph Ziggler, The Big Show, and Antonio. Something really stinks, and it ain't Big Show's career. <laughs> what? I I don't like the name, but I am going to give it points. Because of the fact that <laughs> I just want—I would like to see what happens at that show. Like, do they get a chance to talk, or does he just tell them how much better their careers should be and how many yes. world championships they should have attained? Yes, of course. And Dolph Ziggler goes. Dolph Ziggler pulls a uh, a pat on a date scenario and says he's going to go to the bathroom and never comes back. <laughs> yes. So uh, Taylor Chadwick points. All right, now we have. S.A. Rios, Edge, and Matt Hardy. Your crotch itches? Mine too. So anyway, back to Lita. Aww. Aww. That's not nice. I like Lita too much to give that points. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm gonna... How dare you, sir? She is a classy woman. <laughs> I'm gonna, what are you... I'm gonna bury it. I'm going to, first though, I want to make sure I look to this camera and hold up the shovel so they see it, and then we're going to look up to that camera, hold up but so not, they see up the shovel. But not, but not look at the camera? I'm not going to look directly at the camera, I want to look to the side of the camera, and I'm going to turn this shovel around, because there's a sledgehammer on the other side, I'm going to smash your entry. <laughs> oh, Robert Atkin, bad diet. And then I'm going to bury it. Oh, and right. then you're going to bury it. <laughs> <clears throat> well, speaking of Lita, she's at the next table. Lita, Mickey James, and Maria Canellis. I fucked CM Punk, and all I got was this lousy dinner. I, in in <laughs> in fairness, because part of me wants to give that points, I can't because I just didn't give the last entry points. Ah, so what are you gonna do it with it then? Hmm. Hmm. Who's no, I am at the ready. You never use me as often as you should. I'm going to freeze it. I already froze it, actually. Uh, you chance to say no. Matt Hardman got frozen. <laughs> that lousy dinner is now ice cold. You're going to have to defrost it. Like, like two, two and a half pounds of food and a hungry man frozen dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. I remember Booker T's Hungry Man. They still make those. <laughs> the Hungry Man XXL. Oh, yeah, dog. And he rips off the freezer door. Of course. Something he should have done when he was fighting Stone Cold Steve Austin in there. In there. 
<laughs> well, that was experience talking. All right, next up, Braden Walker, Nathan Jones, and Mordecai, the Here Today, Gone Tomorrow Club. Oh. <laughs> they only get appetizers. <laughs> they, only get cups of, they only get cups of coffee. <laughs> it's the shortest table for three. Guys, clear out. We, uh, we actually have another table for three to bring in. Can I get you guys something to drink? All right, here's the bill. <laughs> Uh, points. Joe Kalia, points. Alright. Next up is the table featuring Bray Wyatt, Heath Ledger, and the Boogeyman. Ha ha ha! Fuck you, Antonio! <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I love that that's the title of the episode. <laughs> yes. What I wonder, though, is like, that, that's that got to be some ominous entries, though. I mean, like, you would imagine Heath Ledger is... Wait, wait, but he could Is anybody going to point it out? There it is. Yeah. The Heath Ledger is fucking dead? <laughs> yep. I was waiting for it. I knew you... I, was good, I wasn't going to say it until you were done. Rules violation! Banished! That's true. So revert, all right. we have to reverse the points. See, all you had to do was come up with somebody else. You could have even Sorry. said Christian Bale, because he, he hates him, too. Yeah. All right, Austin Butler, I appreciate what you were going for, but... The game stipulation was they had to be alive. Maybe he thinks Heath Ledger is alive. And, <clears> and we just ruined it for him? Uh, I think it's a, a 9-11 level conspiracy. Conspiracy? Well, Jesse talked about some more of those, so... Alright, here's your next table. Charmel, Alicia Fox, and Jazz. <laughs> Why we never come back from the bathroom. <laughs> uh, Jazz is dead. That's a rules violation. <laughs> Jazz is not dead. What the fuck? Oh, she just looks like she's dead. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, that's Rodney Mack who's dead. He finally, he finally lost one of those white boy challenges. Is he dead? <laughs> no, he's, he's not dead. He's not All dead. Right. I didn't even know he was sick. <laughs> We're just starting rumors. Oh no! As it was We're broken stops. today, it was broken today on the Club Kayfabe podcast. Oh, that'd be so great if somebody submitted our fake news to wrestling sites. Oh god! Rodney Mack died during a white boy challenge at a at a local VFW hall. Oh my god! Local to where? They didn't say. Um, Bootin. <laughs> Bootin. Florida man. <laughs> Oh, Florida Man. The Adventures of Florida Man are great. I'm going to give this points. You have to give it points. It was a joke about you. All right, Ellis, you're in the running. And everybody says people just talk about Joey Image. People talk about me, because I'm what matters. Anyway. (laughs) All right, now you have Undertaker, Kane, and Brett Favre. This is retirement planning. Oh, I get that. (laughs) <laughs> he get yes a sports joke he gets. I only got it because they're both old. And I'm like, oh, Brett Favre must be pretty old now too. Brett Favre's been retired for like five years. <laughs> Did he lose his streak? Oddly enough, yes. Brock Lesnar, Brett Favre, WrestleMania. <laughs> Brett Favre. Brett Favre. I think the most I know about Brett Favre is uh, when he was on South Park. 
And like Mr. Hat was in the locker room or something. Right? Isn't that the... <laughs> I was gonna say, at least you know he plays football. Yeah. At least you're you're getting that. Yeah, yeah. No, I knew that. So I'm gonna give that points. Alright, Joseph Myers points. <laughs> Next up Rick Flair, the great Kali, and Bill DeMott. Too old, too slow, and too soon. Oh, 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 oh God! <laughs> that was the most tasteful Vildemot joke. It was tasteless yet tasteful at the same time. Because it's about his daughter dying. Shh, you didn't have to mention it. It's too soon. Too soon. Uh, too soon, bro. Too soon. Too tsunami. Um. Anyway, let's give that points. All right, Alan Craig points. <laughs> All right. Next up, you've got George the Animal Steel, Pat Patterson, and Governor Jesse Ventura as the Hairy Meat Conspiracy. Ugh. Ugh. I definitely, based on the name alone, I would not want to watch that. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess I have to give that points. That's the rules. That's the rules. Michael Vaughn points. Yeah, the idea yeah. is it's supposed to be not good. All right, now you have the Nasty Boys and Tammy Sitch. Oh. No, knobs and Sags. Oh. 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 oh, God. That's good. Points. <laughs> Dan Dahl, points. All right, how about Sean Stasiak, Ryback, and Devon Dudley meet on the tables? <laughs> I see what you did there. Unfortunately, I would like to watch that. <laughs> I, I I think points are in order. Yes. So Jason Cantwell points. He, he weld. He weld. He weld. Marty Janetti, Albert, and Curtis Axel. Wait, they gave you the icy title? What the hell, Club? Wow. These are all these are all pretty good points. Jeff Trellowitz points. All right. Now you have Chris O'Mealy, Joey Image, and Stephen Richards at <laughs> Applebee's Table for Three. <laughs> oh, I guess, I guess someone wasn't invited. <laughs> or he was told that he wasn't going to be there. No, he got sick from cold pizza. That gets points. That cold pizza. Someone's been listening since episode two. Don Mobius, Don Mobius, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, we've told it like 18 times since then. Yeah, we've said that a lot. All right, this one is Zane Ryder Owens jobbing to Cena so whatever title he holds gains prestige. I'm just going to fold this one up. <laughs> oh, you just folded Mike Simsek. It's going right in the laundry chute. I would like to watch those three guys talk about anything for any reason. I kind of wish they all had first names, but that's just my opinion. It goes down the laundry chute, and that's the laundry chute. Those land. guys that actually do have first names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like it's Neville, Blake, and Murphy. Gustav <laughs> Fold sets up. All right, you just folded Michael the Simsack. All right. This is... I, I'm going... This is going to be horrible because I even have to ask this. Is Stevie Wonder still alive? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. thank you. He's uh, getting a divorce right now, actually. 
Okay. Stevie Wonder. Bob I know Ski. that because my mom watches TMZ and I'm making dinner at the time. Okay. So it's Stevie Wonder, Bobby Heenan, and Draws. Oh. See, no, oh. see no evil, speak no evil, and do no evil. Oh. Wait. wait. Oh, they are all alive. Yeah, they are all alive. But I do, in fact, know that they are all sick. Time to roll out something brand new. This is oh. the dreaded triple cringies. Oh, 150 to Joe Mad Dog Needle for triple cringies. Ugh. All right. This is your biggie countdown. These are the final five. <clears throat> Raven, Zach Gowan, and Kamala. Four legs between us. Oh. But Kamala just missing feet. He has his legs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've got two feet right here. Oh, Oh, no, he's swimming in feet. I'm swimming in feet and Prince Justice Brotherhood t-shirts. Oh, they're all getting mixed up together. Oh, no. Some of them smell. Some of them don't. Some of them have been taken from bodies recently and other ones are just bones. Oh, you got Don Wested. (laughs) Ken Dudley has been Don Wested. Dudley Wested. Oh. All right. Now you have... Billy and Bart Gunn with Kevin Von Erich, The Smoking Guns Presents. Oh, and man. Kevin is the one that's alive. Yes, well, originally it was Carrie. Had to change it. Wait, one more time? Uh, Billy and Bart Gunn and Kevin Von Erich, The Smoking Guns Presents. I get it. It just doesn't come together very well. Uh oh. So he's the only one left. Oh yeah, I'm revving it up. That's right. Just like when I was when I was on the highway with Burr Reynolds in, her, in his car, and we were going three miles an hour. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, spear. Oh, Siobhan just got speared. Oh, Siobhan uh, didn't get <laughs> He did not. Oh shit! Yeah, don't wake him up. Yeah, there's three entries left. All right, here we go. Will nobody get ooh this week? Here we have Jeff Hardy, Al Snow, and Coco Beware. Pets on Flambe. Oh. 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 Somebody get me out of here. <laughs> My dog. My dog. Your dog, your bird, our houses, big boss man. <laughs> Sounds like, <laughs> oh man, I thought I heard Jesse, but I guess I didn't. But that does sound like a conspiracy. God. Someone's making arson happen and killing people's pets? In one case, the pet got eaten. By the owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you just had some pepper steak. <laughs> Let's give that Even one. though it was clearly like just ground beef that got cooked. Oh, I thought it was just like dog food. That's what it kind of looked like. All right. Denzel Thomas points. All right. This is uh, Seth Rollins, Anthony Weiner, and Hulk Hogan, the bigger man. <laughs> oh, God. 
Dick pics, bro. Oh, Dick I'm so pics. full. I feel like a pig. Shouldn't have eaten so much. Oh. oh ugh. Wait, why is Valvin- Valvinus must be the, the waiter at that table? <laughs> oh, and he's not bringing them their steak and potatoes? I'm not bringing you your steak at all. You can have all the potatoes you want. I like potatoes. Watch this video about how the cattle are killed instead. Um, points. Yes, talking about penises. Oh, crap. He's standing up. Because we just mentioned penises. Uh-oh. Ew, that's what gets him going? <laughs> oh, no. Duck! Shock. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Whitaker, you got points, but you are uh, covered in a fine substance and now. And now, after that, I hear the sound of silence. <laughs> Excellent cover. All right, your last entry is Don West, Mike Adamley, and Taz, the all-star commentary team. But Taz was a good commentator. Was he? The, uh, the, the, the Not the TNA. <laughs> You know, she's a, she's a zombie hot. Yeah, she's zombie hot. And then they did that storyline with the aces and eights, and they're like, who's going to turn? And it was Taz, and they're like, but Taz is not going to wrestle. What's the point of turning him and putting him in aces I remember, and like, the, the, the first thing, they're like, big deal. Kurt Angle is going to fight, like, two of them in a cage, and he swears he's going to unmask them. And they were like, who? That's Knox. And, like, Mike Knox. Congratulations. <laughs> and other Briscoe. <laughs> oh, God. And Garrett Bischoff. <laughs> and they did that storyline where Hogan was training Garrett Bischoff. And he's like, why'd you turn on me, dude? Hey, remember, what was TNA's Tough Enough called again? Gut, gut check. check. Oh, gut. Your gut check. And then, just like tough enough, they hired them all anyway. Oh, we were we were about to give something. What was the entry again? The All Star Commentary <laughs> Team. It was Don uh, West, Mike Adam Lee, and Taz. Oh, I can't believe you trash me. Oh, I'm gonna send you four million fr- Prince Justice Brotherhood T-shirts. <laughs> And 16 motor machine gun dog tags. Oh. In a brown paper bag. Oh. And, and some New Day socks. <laughs> some New Day socks to put on these feet that I'm also going to put in the bag. Do something with them. Oh, this one stinks. I'm going to set it on fire and leave it on your doorstep. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it then. Jason Shin, you have been Don Wested. Two Don Westies. <laughs> He's yeah. going to be waiting for those Prince Justice Brotherhood t-shirts. <clears throat> All right, guys. <clears throat> Who's the winner? I need a recap. All right. You've got <laughs> Out of the Closet and In the Back Door with OJ, PP, and DY. If it ain't white, it ain't right. 
with the Ultimate Races Club. Uh, the Big Show career stinks with Ziggler, Big Show, and Heyman. Uh, here today, gone tomorrow with Brayden Walker, Nathan Jones, and Mordecai. We never came back from the bathroom. You have retirement planning. <clears throat> too old, too slow, too soon. You also have the hairy meat conspiracy. You have knobs and sags. Meat on the tables. Wait, they gave you the icy title? Applebee's table for three. Pets and flambe. Or the bigger man. I'm going to go with the very first entry this time. Out of the closet and in the back door. Yeah. Gross. Matt, Matt, Matt Awesome, you are the winner. Good for you. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Sorry if we're very snobbish, but... I'm not sorry. You're, you're still listening, so... Well, you should watch New Japan. I mean, it's great. Kind of your fault if you're yeah if you're not watching New Japan, which I don't. So, <laughs> oh man, what a snob! He's an anti-New Japan snob. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm I'm so far past on the hipster scale that I already don't like New Japan anymore. <laughs> I liked it back when it was old Japan. I, <laughs> I I'm like when I'm it was like, Shogun Japan. <laughs> I'm like Dan and I's favorite character, Rowdy Rowdy Hipster, who was Rowdy before Rowdy was cool. Oh, I miss him. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And I suppose we'll see you next week, unless you're sick of our snobbishness. Oh, and then we'll talk about uh, Hell in a Cell, right? We'll talk about a preview for that. Oh, yes. and also Brock Lesnar's Go to Hell Tour continues on the Steve Austin Podcast. Yes, it does. That should be fun. All right. We'll be back next week. All right. See you then. For all three, here's what Sting has in store for it. Sting accepted an invitation to a party at the White Castle of Fear in the Rocky Mountains. Soon enough. Come to the white castle of fear. Where is this castle of fear anyway? And play Vader!
Where is this castle of fear? Sting, I've spotted the White Castle. of your personality. Cold. Very funny, Sting. <laughs> What's up? You're here to accept the challenge of Vader. Are you ready to play the game? All right, all right. So what's the game? is well i'm gonna show you vader style <laughs> play the game play the game mr race the strap WCW Super Brawl 3! 